My name, my name's Ian Austin, and I'm fastest podcaster alive. It's season three, so it's time for a change. And when I was a child, I wanted to make podcasts, despite the fact that the podcast didn't exist when I was a child. That's fine. I'm going to make podcasts. I make podcasts. Because an accident made me a podcaster, why well, I chose to make podcasts, but that's fine. To the outside weird, I'm just a guy. Because no one listens to this podcast. But secretly, I make podcasts. And one day, I'll make podcasts and a lot of people listen to. But on two that day, this is season three of Friday Night Fright. Hello! Welcome to another edition of Friday Night Fright. Or indeed, in this case, Friday Night Flash. Because it's season three, oh, season P. Uh, I always want to do that. It's one of the jokes from the Eric Andre show that I really like. And this podcast is turning more and more into the Eric Andre show in podcast form every day. So why, why not reference it? I'm your host, Ian Austin, here as always with my voice slightly improved from last week. It got quite husky. It got quite dusky. And in some cases, it got quite musky. But don't worry. I was told by a lot of people, including people I consider friends, that my voice sounded terrible. And I sounded very poor. And I probably was very poorly, but I am nothing but a survivor and stubborn jackass of a man. So I keep going, despite all possible logic. And what am I doing this week? Where we're watching, or I'm watching and you're listening to me talking about more episodes of Flash. Uh, Episodes 9 to... uh, The the Earthing? I'm tired, I forgot how we count. There'll be more episodes, at least 9, 10, and 11. And maybe there'll be episode 9 dozen, 1 dozen, or whatever it is. But, you know, there you go. So, it'll be interesting to see how the episodes go. I'm still maintaining the charade, and I haven't seen all of these episodes before. So, next episode is the mid-season finale, and it's called Demanding a Yellow Costume or Suit or something like that. So, I'll probably have a punk version of that for my um, episode title this week. But it's kind of strange to start with the big finale, ep- mid season finale episodes. Usually, you've, you'd have that as a big one, but I, for whatever reason, didn't cover it last week. Probably is too tired, I don't know. So, I'm capping it this week. Mom is like, it's been pretty good so far. The last episode's crazy with Oliver coming back and John and Felicity and all of that backstorying off screen stuff and they really made Oliver the main character in the episode. So that's strange. But I'm sure this episode will pick up just where that episode left off. And I'm positive there won't be anything that we've missed and that will be of any particular value or anything happened off screen that bizarre Arrow universe TV, whatever. Like, it's like, what do they think? They've got their own TV show? Please. Is this The Flash? You know, it's The Flash. Fastest man live, and this is fastest podcast alive. So, without any further ado, I'm going to start watching episode 9, and I'll be back to do recap in a sec. Um, oh, but after a brief word of my sponsor, because let's face it, I need money. I need the money. You guys need to listen, and I need money. You need to. Do not fast forward this advertisement of me advertising the platform that I record these podcasts on because I need money. I need money. So listen to it. Go back and listen to it again. Listen to it three or four. Listen to this episode like six, seven times in the background. Just remember, it's all about money. It's all about the couple of pounds a month. No, I can't cash out because I'm not an American citizen. But you need to, you know, that's my retirement fund. You need to just keep listening to these episodes anyway. 
Anyway, you know, you're going to listen past Ian in a sec. He's going to talk about sponsorship and stuff. And future Ian will be back after that to talk about Flash episode 109. In words of Noob Noob from Rick and Morty, God damn! That wasn't a very good Noob Noob impression, but this was a very good episode of Flash. It's episode 9 of season 1. The man in the yellow suit. And it starts at... <laughs> it starts at Christmas, because it's Christmas in the Flash universe, and it's, I'm guessing, let's say three weeks since the last episode in continuity time. So everyone's enjoying Christmas, and Barry's putting decorations, and blah, 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 and they're like, oh, yeah, you know, yeah, 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 it's Christmas, and Barry says, Joe, it's Christmas, Joe, and Joe says, it's Christmas, Barry, and they drink some of Grandma... Nana gets or whatever her name is. In fact, Grandma Edna's famous bourbon or famous eggnog that's not light on bourbon. I thought, ha, 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 it's Christmas. And they're all so happy, but it turns out to have been a breaking uh, or attempted breaking at Mercury Labs. Someone in a yellow suit was causing all kinds of ruckus, and they're like, ah, no. So Barry and Joe go to see the man, and the man at the place is like, oh, yes, he, he is wearing a yellow suit, and he moves like a blur. And then Eddie, who shows up for some reason, saw like a blur. It must be Flash. Remember, a few weeks ago, he beat me up, and everyone was like, Eddie, can you shut up, Ray? We're trying to investigate his crime. And they say, the Flash is evil, and I always stop him. And they're like, okay, Eddie, fine, whatever. So then Caitlin's looking to the wrongy situation, or she's... Fine's Rongy somewhere. I can't remember where because I wasn't really paying attention. She's like, Wronging? He's like, No, and walks off. And she's like, Oh, no, because he's got long hair and he looks really disheveled. And Caitlin's like, Oh, I don't know if I would. I don't, she doesn't know if she would, guys. So we've got that storyline going on. We've got Barry and Iris going on. And Eddie, because Eddie's sort of like, Iris, move in for me. And Iris is like, Oh, okay. And this is after Barry's giving her a present, which was her mother's, a replica of her mother's engagement, marriage proposal ring, wedding, her mother's wedding ring, a replica of her mother's wedding ring. And she's like, uh, Barry, thank you. And he's like, yeah, okay, yeah, you know, I, I want to hug Iris. I want to feel your warm embrace. And Iris is like, okay, I got your microscope. And Barry's like, yeah, uh, okay, thanks, Iris. And, you know, it's clear the dynamics are weird there so they might be best friends he gets her a gift and it's too nice and she gets him a shitty little microscope and it's like yeah his gift is creepy hers doesn't have a lot for him to put into it also it's like three days before christmas so you know what can do anyway joe's a side iris moving me which he asks her after saying do you think barry's in love with you and she says he loves me he's not in love with me so it's like okay let's move in together and have lots of you know, weird sets because he remembers that whole thing for Tony from a few weeks from like two months ago. He's like, Iris, you know, the guy the, who bullied Barry, who you're clearly attracted to. I, I just want to nip that in, bud. He's disappeared, he's vanished. Let's move in together. And Iris is like, okay, you know, as long as Tony's not around, let's move in together. That's fine. You know, they have a weird dynamic. And as he's still continuing with his reverse flash anti-flash task force which f1 points out is a very stupid idea because he beat your ass a few weeks ago and you have machine guns but flash can move faster than light faster than speed faster than speed of sound or whatever it is so f1's investigating this man in yellow suit and joe says barry yeah barry you remember that plot thread from like four episodes ago that we never picked up on 
like with me and the man in yellow suit threatening Iris, yeah, yeah. We're we're picking up again, Barry, because it's mid-season finale. So yeah, I, I he threatened Iris. That's why I didn't tell you anything. Barry's like, we can't just drop plot threads. This is slash season one. Nick, be consistent. And Joe's like, hey, do you remember Captain Cold and Mick, uh, Michael Schofield, and that other guy? You remember when they were gonna commit crimes? They haven't come back since. Cisco referenced Colton last week, but they ain't come back. And Joe says, Barry, maybe we need assistance fighting the reverse Slash. What about if we get Oliver? And Barry's like, no, no, he's got his own things going on in his place, you know. You know, and so, like, Caitlin, is, she was looking to Cunary's murder, and you know, it all got weird. It all got weird, Joe. So they're like, okay, let's investigate Mercury Labs. So they go see head of Mercury Labs, then Tina McGee. And Tina's like, what do you guys want? They're like, Tina, we, we understand you have a, a device called a, a Takan net provider. And she's like, Takion. So like, yes, yes, can we have it? She's like, no. And like, we can make bait to luring reverse slash. She's like, why would I give you this? Why would I possibly give you this? And also Harrison, she says, why are you in police station? You're a scientist. He's like, I'm, I'm consulting. She's like, you're not getting my tachyon particle thingy. You know, that's, that's secret, secret. Ta- How do you even know about that? Barry's like, we're, we're, we're scientists. She's like, you're not getting it. Not getting it. And you're lucky. I don't go to press. Why know about you, Harrison? Harrison's like, don't, don't do that. You know, don't incite. I won't, don't come near me. You don't come near my tachyons. So, yeah. Barry decides this is the opportune moment to take Iris and he's in love with her. And Iris is like, um, what, how, how do you want me to respond to that? Barry's like, well, I want you to respond by listening closely as I go on a very, very long-winded monologue about how I've loved you since before I knew what love meant. And I've loved you for, how old is Barry in his mid-twenties? He's loved her for 20 years. And Iris is like, dude, come on, 20 years? Oh, actually, no. Because this is after a scene where Iris is talking Caitlin, and they felt they felt pledge day test. They're like, you know, it's like let's talk about Ronnie. We we're going to talk about Ronnie, you know. I'm going to talk the Burning Man, the Burning Man, Iris. I need all your files on Burning Man. And then they're like, Iris is like. Caitlin, and she's like, yeah, so as we failed the Bleachstone test, and as we've already talked about Ronnie, can we also talk about Barry? And Caitlin's like, of course we can talk about Barry. We're not, we're two female characters talking about two guys. You know, we, we can't talk about anything that females talk about. We can't, we have to talk about guys. We have to talk about Barry. So Caitlin's like, what do you want to know? And Iris is like, what's Barry's secret? And Caitlin's like, I don't know he has one, but if he does, I'm not saying does, but if he does, you have to talk to him about it. And they're like, okay, okay. We done? We done? Yeah, yeah. We gonna bring up Kunari, you know, because Iris writes a blog about humans. Are we gonna discuss Kunari, which could almost have an exchange, which could pass the relationship test? They're like, no, 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 we're not gonna discuss Kunari. We, we're not. We, we're not bring that up. That's not gonna be part of the episode because that's like that. Assume that was brought up off screen. Assume they solved that off screen. It's weeks later. It's not relevant. So Cisco's like, you know what, guys. I didn't think I'd made force field to trap this this anti-flash and they're like opposite flash. They're like, that name doesn't work. The name doesn't work. And they're like, we, we need to get tachyons. And Joe's like, I'll sort it out. And Barry's like, I'm coming with you, Joe. And Joe's like, okay, fine. Oh, wait, no, I skipped the scene. I skipped the scene because remember, there's a scene from earlier where Barry goes to see his dad in prison. This is before he tells Iris he loves her. And it's, his dad's like, Barry, 
I know you've always loved Iris. And Barry's like, what? And Henry's like, you know, it's a mid-season finale, Barry. Mid-season. Mid-season finale. I, I, I saved this up, this speech. I've been working on it for, like, the entire season up to this point. Not eight episodes I've worked on this speech, Barry. You've you, you got to tell Iris you love her. You've got to tell her, Barry. You've got to tell Iris you love her. You can't rely on, like, trying to save me because I'm going to be in prison for at least like rest of season you know your mum's dead she ain't coming back you know unless you discover time travel which you haven't yet when you do maybe you can do something about that and get me out of prison but for now you need to just focus on telling iris your lover you've i know you've always loved her i mean i I, i'm your dad i know i know when you love people i know when you've been active in a physical way of a woman i i get barry tell her you love her and barry's like i feel very uncomfortable and henry's i've worked on speech for eight episodes barry Mid-season finale. Mid-season, Barry. I'm going to be in prison for the rest of the season, but I need to get a speech out. You need to tell Irish you love her. You already did. Someone's going to recap this in a long time, and I've already mentioned that you told Irish you loved her before you've even got to the scene. But now nah, it's going to work in context. It'll work in context, Barry. Tell you love her. So then Barry does, and it doesn't work. And then we cut to uh, Joe and Barry visit Tina. It's like, look, A, this isn't a warrant. And B, you're not getting my shit. And Barry's like, look, I'm a scientist. I saw some stuff. Do you want me to go to Reddit? Do you want me to go to Wikipedia? Do you want me to go to Twitter or Instagram? I'll put this shit online. I'll put it online. Give us the tacking. And she's like, you're just like Harrison, you and your Twitters. So she gives them tackings and they set up this trap. But then Eddie walks up, Joe, and sort of like, Joe, I know something's going on. I'm part of the anti flash task force. You need to let me in on it. Joe's like, No. And he's like, If you don't, I'm going to go detect this thing. And at this point, I'm thinking Eddie is one of the most annoying characters in the history of television. <laughs> My God, he's such an arsehole. I hope he dies. I hope he dies in this episode, to be honest. I hope his character dies. The actor's doing a really good job with what he's given, but he's given's crap. So a good job with crap material. No. Yeah. So anyway, they, they all go and they're like, and it's, oh, yeah, sure. And Caitlin Sisko have trapped down Ronnie, uh, just for this bit. He's trapped him down Ronnie. He's like, look, I'm not Ronnie. I'm not Ronnie. I'm not Ronnie. Go away. And then he, bursting flame and walks off Caitlin starts crying to Cisco I always knew that he would if he came back he'd come back wrong I can't save him I can't deal with this and Cisco's like D- deal with what and she's like he's got amnesia and he bursts in flames and Cisco's like Caitlin I made a cold gun we work with a guy who runs fast and light fast and speed sound there's a woman a few weeks ago blew up. He had Vapor Boy. We had Multiplicity Man. We had Tony. Tony. Flash Barry's bully. Who turned to steel. You know, like, we 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 had the guy who, like, sucked the electricity out of Barry. He sucked Barry. And he got stronger. And then Barry let him suck. And then he got weaker. Like, like we've dated boys, met humans. This is the least weird thing we've dated with since <clears throat> the day. Weather boy, weather boy, we we can deal with this. Caitlin's like, we can't. It's all done. It's over. And Cisco's like, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, okay, okay, Caitlin, okay. So then they're all in the Star Labs, and Joe, Eddie, Caitlin, Cisco, Harrison, not Iris. She's off, you know, failing, blazing the test off screen, and they're all there, and they're like, 
the reverse, the anti-flash, opposite flash runs in, and he gets caught in trap, and they're like, ha, 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 and Harrison's like, Joe Reedham's rights, Joe's about to, Reedham is right, A's about Reedham's rights, rather, but Joe walks up and says, did you murder a child's mother? And before he can answer, Harrison starts asking questions, and the speedster only responds to Harrison, and then Harrison's like, I'm a very smart man. I trapped you. Therefore, I'm smarter than you. So then Speedster somehow breaks the prison, breaks the trap, runs, grabs Harrison, and starts being shit of Harrison. At that point, it's like, okay, Harrison's not this guy. That's, that's flat out not going That's not going to happen. Eddie can't be this guy. Eddie's right there. Who is Reverse Flash? Reverse Flash, opposite Flash. Is it Ronnie? Because I'm seeing any flames. Is it Joe? Is it Iris? Maybe it's Iris. That'd be a twist. But then anyway, the opposite Flash starts beating crap out of Harrison. And Joe's like, we need to break the trap. And he's like, that doesn't make any sense. How did he get Guy... How did he break out and then put Harrison back in? Surely Nick think about this. And then Cisco and Caitlin can't get through. And then Joe's like, damn this shit. Who murdered Harrison? I suspect Harrison. I can't let him die. So he smashes the trap. And Speedster gets out and beats up the anti-Flash task force. It's like, ha, 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 as Harrison's lying on the floor covered in blood. And then Caitlin buzzes Barry, who's like, I'll save the day. So Barry rushes over. Oh, um, I have like, Barry and his Speedster fly early and Speedster beat crap out of him. And you have another fight and Speedster beats crap out of Barry again. And Cisco watches a red and yellow lightning bouncing off the other and he's like hey this reminds me of a flashback from earlier in the season so then Barry's going to ask it and then Ronnie dives in save the day fires a blast of fire at the anti-flash which knocks him backwards anti-flash is like I have what I need I'll see you soon despite the fact that he didn't have the tachyon fighter during that fight and they could have just hidden it from him so Barry gets beat up twice in the episode and then we cut Christmas day at the Barry house Oh, no, no, we don't. We cut to um, Star Labs with Barry's like, man, I got my ass kicked again. I'm not fast, man, live. This is really re- a bit crap. And then Cisco and Caitlin talk to Harrison. And Harrison's like, look, I know I've been beaten up badly. I know I can't possibly be the anti-Flash. I know Eddie can't be young Flash either, but I particularly can't be young Flash because I'm bleeding. So he's like, look, I know about Wrongly. I saw... What happened to Star... Despite the fact that I was inside and I couldn't see it, I knew it happened to... <laughs> I was like, Star Labs. I know Roggy's back. Don't ask me how I know, just I know. Look, Caitlin, Cisco, I made a lot of promises to you, but I promise you this. I'm going to bring him home. I'm going to bring our boy home. Roggy's coming back. He's jo- We're getting enough series regular, you know? And then Cisco's like, Harrison, can I ask you a question? Harrison's like, yes. Yeah. Why, why didn't we ask Oliver to help? And Harrison's like, I, I don't understand. Cisco's like, because remember last week when Oliver and Barry are fighting and Oliver's putting up a decent fight against Barry, despite the fact that Barry has super speed? Like, like Barry's never fought anyone with super speed for Oliver has. Maybe we should have asked him to come and give a hand. I'm saying, and Harrison's like, Cisco, don't, don't, don't be silly. What what could Oliver do? And Cisco's like, he he literally, he got dropped on Barry a few times last week. He would probably be invaluable. You know, and Felicity gives some tech support too, and maybe Diggle to stand round and look freaked out by it. 
no. And Harrison's like, Cisco. Cisco's like, yeah. Harrison's like, shut the fuck up, Cisco. Cisco's like, <laughs> and Caitlin's like, but but we can get Rongy back. Like Harrison's like, maybe for a couple of episodes. I don't know if we have budget more than that, but we we can get him for a couple of episodes. You know, it will save money. People stop asking where Oliver is if we get Firestorm, Fireman, and. And if Webboy ever comes back, or if Captain Colt comes back, if we have Fireman, that could come in handy. So then we cut to the um, West household, Joe's house and Barry's house, where everyone's there during Christmas. And Barry's like, look, Iris, I'm sorry I creeped out earlier. Eddie, she's lovely. You're in good, you do good together. You're happy. I'm glad you're moving in. And Eddie's like, yeah, okay. Iris is like, okay, and Barry's like, eh. And then Barry walks off, and Joe's like, no, my, my son and my daughter aren't speaking to each other because my son loves my daughter. And my daughter's moving to my partner. My partner suspects my son loves my daughter. And my son is also Flash, the man that my partner is chasing. My partner's engaged, my daughter is... Ma- is living with my daughter and he's trying to murder my son who's in arrest my son who's in love with my daughter who doesn't know that my son's superior and Joe's like woe is me and he drinks some eggnog and Cisco walks up and Cisco's like hey Joe and Joe's like yeah he's like this eggnog it's great and Joe's like it's not enough bourbon and Cisco's like I, I, is, that, is that wrong and gag and Joe's like we tried it didn't really work and then Cisco's like hey Joe you, you, earlier when the speedsters were fighting, it was red lightning and yellow lightning cracking against each other. Yeah, and Joe's like, yeah, and Cisco's like, wait, remember when Barry's talking about his kid, he saw the two lightnings in his house, and Joe's like, yeah, Cisco's like, I, I, maybe there's enough speedster there. And Joe's like, well, are you saying Barry's there? Cisco's like, I'm not saying that. Time travel's not possible, you know, or at least not yet, not this close in the season. Maybe we'll get there, but I'm just saying that there are two speedsters there, and Joe's like, wait, you think Barry murdered his mum? And Cisco's like, future Barry? And Cisco's like, future Barry would never be evil. And also, time travel doesn't exist, Joe. So, like, Joe's like, wait, I, we need to look into this more because this doesn't make sense. This seems like something which will drop or which we won't stick landing on. Joe, Cisco's like, you're right, Joe, let's downplay this for a while. Let's downplay it. So then... We cut to the stinger as Barry looks sad because Iris is up off with Eddie and they've also forgotten that Barry and Caitlin has some chemistry and there's a little thing there. But that's fine because Rongy's back so, and he, he's Hollywood ugly, which means that he's got long hair and a bit of a beard and he's also turning flame every now and again, you know. So then Barry's sad and we cut to the end credits. But before that, or just after that, we get Stinger. And we get Stinger as Harrison goes into the future room. And remember, he can walk. Harrison can walk. I think if you've got that, he walks into the future room and he pulls out a ring. And so like, oh shit, Harrison's married. Wait, he was married to that woman. I can't remember her name. He was married. Maybe he's married again. But then there's a lightning symbol on it. So it's like, wait, what? That doesn't make any sense. Why Why we get a wedding bang for lightning symbol on it? And then he touches it to wall, and wall opens up, and there's a there's like a, a place for costume. And it's like, wait, what? Wait, what? It, it's, what? And then he touches the wall again, and the yellow suit comes down. It's like, wait a second, what? Harrison, is he looking after the man in the yellow suit's costume? 
holy crap, that's nice of him. I mean, it's not because he's working for the enemy of Barry, but I'm like, that's cool. Like, bit of twist, Harrison may be forced into being the servant of man yellow suit. And then he looks at it, and then we get reverse flash voice and sort of like, Merry Christmas to you. It's like, well, a couple of questions. One, who's Harrison talking to, for one thing? This, unless the man yellow suit lives inside suit inside ring like genie in Ladin, and then he puts the tachyon provider on him. So like, wait, how does Harrison have that? You know, and then second, that second question. First question: Who's Harrison talking to? Second question: Is the suit sentient? Three: Why? Why was the suit inside the ring? Four: Why does Harrison have the tachyon provider? Where did he get that? Because I thought reverse. I thought the anti flash took it. You know, five, uh, what, 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 what's going on? Like, I don't, I don't understand. Six, um, who, who's the man yellow suit? Because seven, how, if, wait, is Harry, has Harrison man yellow suit? Eight, wait, no, how? But he, they were both there at the same time and Harrison got beaten up. So, wait, what? It's like, what is he like oh shit oh no wait a second are they implying that multiplicity man's not dead and that he's got super speed oh my god serious oh my god oh no oh no how's barry going fighting army of multiplicity multiplex super speedsters like like how is he going to fight the many men oh my god barry oh no oh wait did did the men men were created when Park accelerator accident. Oh my god, like oh no, I oh no. Like and, and then what what if Captain Colt what if he get they get oh no, because Harrison took the the thingy from man who who absorbed electricity. Oh my god. Wait, what? No, sorry, I what no, how that does not compute. Um oh, wow, okay. Um I, I give that episode five out of five for entertainment value and one out of five for it. Wait, seven out of five for it broke in spraying. Don't compute Harrison. What? Who? Who's Harrison? Is is Harrison waves an anagram? I I don't know. I just episode ten mid season finale. It's it's nine nine episodes and eighty two bits of dialogue. Uh, no, uh, I'll. I'll be back after uh, these. Give me, give me a sec to get my brain back in order. And I've just finished episode ten, Flash season one, Re- Revenge or Return of the Roads, which everyone's works better for you. It's an episode focusing on everyone's favorite supervillains in Flash universe: Captain Cold, aka Leonard Snart, aka Michael Schofield, and Heatwave, aka Mick Rory, aka Lincoln Burroughs. Because, like I said, this takes place in Prison Break universe. Or Teabag last week, they called him Mr. Tiktokman. I, I, he didn't really show any signs of his. Uh, no, Prison Break character, a.k.a. Um, what's his Prison Break name? T-Bag, Theodore something. So Bagman, I don't know, something like that. So I assume that he, when reality was rewritten, something to flash, I'm sure, he lost his memories of being T-Bag. But Michael and Lincoln clearly haven't lost their memories. They're just playing parts. And in this episode, we get we find out they're playing parts of 
supervillains. It's a few weeks after the last Christmas episode in terms of on-screen time. And the Flash is trying to get faster and faster as it's emphasized by Cisco setting a drone on him with machine gun attachment, which seems very dangerous. The machine gun almost shoots Barry, but he avoids it. And then they start firing torpedoes and missiles at Barry, one of them which fires right at ground, knocks him back five feet. Barry demands that they fire harder. So they fire another missile, which Barry catches and then throws at the helicopter, which explodes. And he's sort of like, ha-ha! He's like, look at what I did. And everyone's like, um, Cisco's like, oh, maybe we should use the lasers. And Harrison and Caitlin like, no lasers. And it turns out Barry's doing this to get faster because he's not fasted man alive anymore. That's the man yellow suit, a.k.a. reverse flash. He's faster. And he's on loose, despite not doing anything in three weeks. But from there, we'd pick up with everyone's favourite supervillains, Captain golden heat wave who are try- in a car lot custom car lot and they break in by freezing the metal door and then driving through it with car which okay that doesn't make any sense whatsoever but it's so entertaining it doesn't matter immediately Mick, a.k.a. Lincoln Link, he's not really much like him he was on prison break on prison break he's very reserved here he's batshit insane screaming about how much he hates pits and really wanting to steal some cars but Michael explains to him, we're not seeing cars, we're waiting for the Flash. We have cops are going to be in two minutes, but we'll wait for the Flash. But Flash doesn't come, and they're like, wait, what? And Lincoln's like, I really want to steal a car. And Michael's like, we're not seeing cars, but we need to leave now because cops are on their way and Flash hasn't arrived. So it turns out their plan in the episode is to draw Flash out of hiding for some reason. I don't really know why. But that's their plan. And uh, the only way they can achieve that is they need still a piece of art, which is called the um, Firing Eyes Spy, and it's owned by the Raffaways. But their plan is to steal that piece of art and lure the Flash out. So meanwhile, we get Kate Link, we get tension between Barry and Iris. Obviously, Iris is about moving bed in three days. I don't know how long it's been since the Christmas soap. They're really dragging that out. You know, you've we thought they'd move over the Christmas break, but apparently not. So Caitlin's dealing with her own storyline of, oh, Ronnie was there. So she's researching it and she goes to see a man named Jason Rush off Barry Speed Reads uh, book about Firestorm and finds out it's an acronym, which stands for something I can't remember. So Caitlin's like, I'll go see Jason Rush, that'll be fine. She goes to see him at Jitters, but he's like, I, I, I worked on this with Professor Martin Stein, but I can't say anything because the military got involved. And no one jumps to the idea that maybe Wade Eiling was involved with it, considering he was involved with the suicide bombing plastic superhero from a few weeks ago. So from there we jump to Star Labs and everyone's saying, Barry, oh, you need to get faster. And they find out that cold and... Snarting Rory are back. Waves is like, you shouldn't go after them, you need to get faster. You know, leave it, Cisco and team get involved. They'll save the day. We'll make some special stuff for the police that will fix everything. Indeed, the special stuff turns out to be an ice proof shield, which I don't understand how that works. Something to do with Zeratire fibers or something like that. And they're like, this will protect cops. Failing to mention that it won't protect cops if they're naked down. And they're completely enclosed behind it because their legs are exposed if they stand up. You can just freeze their legs and then the legs will shatter. And also the fact that even if you create a freeze-proof shield, it's still going to be cold to touch, you know? Like, unless it goes round person, the cold air still going to get some. So it doesn't really add up, you know?
that doesn't really make any sense, but that's fine. Cisco clearly knows what he's doing more than I do, so, you know, that's fine. So Cisco makes these shields, and they decide that they're going to give them to cops. So cops are get drop on um, Captain Golden Heatwave at an airport, and they're using the shields, and the shields are working against Captain Cold. Captain Cold and Rory and uh, Lincoln have just stolen their firing ice painting from Rathways. Apparently they've disowned their son. Oh, I hope that's the storyline which picks up later on. So they've disowned their son, and there's painting stolen, and then cops arrive. Michael holds them at bay after the cold gun and two cops realise that the shields actually do protect them and for some reason Michael's not aiming at their feet or hands or face he's aiming at their chests because he can't stop so then Rory Lincoln I can't keep track of these names Lincoln runs out and he's like I hate pigs he starts firing his heat gun everywhere and they're like oh my god these these things which attempt to resistant to ice aren't attempt to resistant to heat and so like how is it resistant one and not the other I don't quite follow why Cisco would have made it temperature resistant. When some cops get burned, and two Joe manages to get a lucky shot off and shoots a heat gun. And Mitt's like, Lincoln's, so he's right. Michael's like, let's ride. And they run off with painting, and no one pursues them. Because apparently, like, Michael walked onto a moving train a few weeks ago, so I think he's got the power to actually stop time. I'm just going to say it. Might come hang later on. So then they go to um, a police station, and Barry's like, I should have been doing something. And Joe's like, yeah, you probably should have. But, you know, neat gets episode 45 minutes long. And be honest, Barry, with your super speed, these guys aren't a threat. So, you know, however we can get this episode to 40 minutes is fine for us. And, but Joe also explains that a lot of the cops, some cops have burn damage, because apparently Cisco didn't make the, the uh, shield burn resistant like an idiot. Just on the off chance that there was a heat gun, which Cisco knows because the heat gun was made by Star Labs too, but they don't bring it up for some reason. So then uh, Barry's like, I need to get involved. I need to stop this. And Joe's like, yes, you do. And then there's Caitlin is uh, leaving off seeing Jason Rush, the um, guy from the Firestorm thing. And then Cap Cold and Heatwave, after they burned the painting, more dramatically, Heatwave being like, I love burning stuff. They're like, let's... Let's kidnap Caitlin. So they kidnap Caitlin. He's like, ah, and he frees the car, and they're like, ah, and she's like, ah, and they're like, ah. So they take her back to their lair and then call the video, which essentially is Captain Cole Michael saying, oh, we've got this woman, Flash, we know you're real. Reveal yourself to public at large, or she dies. And Caitlin's like, no, that, that's dumb, Barry. Don't do it. Don't do it. And Mitt's like, ah, and they stop the camera. And then Barry's like, I have to beat them up. And Joe's like, it's clearly a trap. Barry's like, but I have to fight them. And Joe's like, well, he's coming up to the final, to the third app, this TV show. We need an action sequence. You might have to fight them. And it's stuff, Joe shouts at Harrison. And it's like, you, I hear my boy's words from your mouth, and I don't like it. So then Barry's like, how, how am I going to stop them? And Cisco's like, what you need to do is you need to run so fast that you cross the streams. And Barry's like, cross streams? And Harrison's like, I like Ghostbusters. And they're both like, wait, what? And they're like, Barry, you have to cross the streams because the heat gun operates at absolute heat, absolute hot. Cold gun operates absolute zero. If you balance them and cross the streams, there'll be an explosion. Barry's like, that doesn't seem like a very good idea. Cisco's like, look, I make both guns. I'm saying it, do it. I'm saying it. And Barry's like, couldn't you just like make a heat-proof suit and cold-proof suit? And Cisco's like, what are you talking about, Barry? 
how did I do that? So then Barry goes out and um, he finds them and he fights them and they're like, oh, and they're firing cold gun at him and he's dodging, heat gun at him and he's dodging. And police are nearby, they're like, we're calling off perimeter, we can't let this spread past perimeter. And Barry forgets and he's got super speed and literally can move so fast these guys can't react. Keeps running at the, just shy of the cold and heat. It's like, I can't do this because they keep hitting him. And no one's as hard to say, Barry, Barry, you literally move fast in speed then speed of sound, you can move fast in heat and flame. They're, like, literally, Barry, these things aren't going that fast, but Barry's like, I can't do it, I can't, I can't do it. Meanwhile, Cisco and Joe are about to rescue Caitlin. They get, find the lab because Cisco's tracked the absolute heat temperatures, and they find him, but Cisco sets off a trap, and Caitlin's about to die, but Joe's like, no, he tackles her to the ground, and she doesn't die because the explosion goes off just shy of her. I don't know why he didn't... You know, reinforce that chair to ground, but that's fine. So then Joe and Cisco are like, Yay, we saved Caitlin. And Cisco's like, Caitlin, I, I always save you. You won't die when I'm round. You won't die when he's round either. But it's mainly me. And Caitlin's like, oh, I'm so happy. Maybe next time I shouldn't go out. Well, there's two people I know who know me who are soup villains are going around terrorizing Flash. Maybe I should go out with a buddy system. No? And also, Caitlin, you felt obliged to do tests again. You spoke to Jason Rush, who's not a woman, about another man. Another man. And about three men. So, you know, she really needs to pass this test at some point. Then Iris gets some crying scene, and he's like, Iris, you shouldn't be here. And Iris is like, uh, yeah. And like, that's all we get off that. So then Barry is getting his ass kicked by two guys with guns because he can't outrun them. And he's like, I have to save the Flash. So he runs in for the shield and takes a brump two hits. Barry does nothing to stop despite having super speed and having super reflexes. And he's like, Barry, I'm going to... Flash, I'm going to save you. And Flash like, get out of here. And he runs them both away. And he's like, oh, I feel sick. You know, he, oh, he looks really crazy. And then Barry's like, how do I stop them? And Cisco's like, cross the streams. And they're like, Barry's like, I can't, I can't go fast enough. And Harrison's like, maybe you should go slow. And Barry's like... Great idea. So he walks at the beams and they fire at him. In spite of that, that cold gun almost murdered, killed him on his own a few episodes ago. And heat guns also operating absolute heat. He shrugs off the blows, walks forward and then moves back and beeps hit each other. And Michael's like, no. And Lincoln's like, no. And there's an explosion. Lincoln goes flying over a car, smacks his head on the ground. And I have to presume he's dead from the impact. And Michael rolls to the ground, goes, Ugh, and then stops because he froze time, I guess. Eddie gets dropped on, on cold and it's like, you're going to prison. He's like, oh, fine. And then we cut to CCPD. It's Mick, it's Lincoln's cursing up the store. It's like, you pig, you pigs, I'm the best. Rah, rah. And then Joe points gun and goes, calm down. And Mike Lincoln's like, rah, you pig, rah. And then Cap Cole walks in and goes, I'm sorry about my partner. And Joe goes, yeah, he is hothead. And Cole's like, it's not, it's not funny. It's not funny. And then they drag Cold away and he's like, they're like, we're, you ain't getting out this time. He's like, aren't I? And they're like, what are you planning? He's like, I'm not planning anything. So he takes him away. Cisco says Caitlin that she'll always be safe with him. And I also find Ronnie. Um, there's no mention of the Wrath Week if Merler or Priceless Painting or any of that jazz. Um, Barry says to Harrison and Joe, I'm going to keep fighting, you know, all this. Um, Iris moves in, Veddy, and we. 
Eddie's like makes some uncomfortable grits about Joe and then walks off and then Barry, Iris and Joe say bye to each other despite the fact that they'll all literally be together in the next episode in probably a group sequence or maybe just three of them having a cup of tea or something and then our episode re-ends with our Cisco getting his cold and heat gun back and it's like Cisco you're going to destroy him right and Cisco's like no I'm just going to put them in a box you know save them for when they come back so then Michael and Lincoln being taken prison. Lincoln's like, this could not possibly be your plan. Michael's like, it is. The Flash has revealed himself now. And they're like, Lincoln's like, yeah, and? What, what about the plan? And Michael's like, the plan is still in play. And then prison stops and door opens up and it's Michael's sister we don't see. And Michael's like, hey, sis. And Lincoln's like, wait, what? And I'm like, wait, what? They didn't have sister on prison break. Talk about retcons. I'm not happy with this. I'm not happy with that retcon. But am I happy with the episode? I am. It's not as good as the first one with um, Captain Cold and Michael and that. But I did like dynamics. Problem is, they're such great characters that they just make wrestling's one off villains look terrible. And also, the fact that they're clearly spreading this out as much as possible. This feels like it should have happened maybe one, two episodes after the last one because they've been gone about three months in screen time. In, like, on-screen time, it doesn't really make any sense. And also, the end of this episode suggests that their sister's going to break him out, and then they're going to be right back in the next episode, but they're not going to be back for about five, six weeks at least. So, you know, what can you do? But the actual core of the episode was good. Like I said, not as good as the first one, but they're such great characters, and they bring so much to the show, and it's endlessly entertaining to watch. And they also elevate the rest of it, because Grant Gustin does a really earnest job as um, Barry, but playing off... Um, Dominic Perse and Wentworth Miller, they're such brilliant personalities and they really get what shows should be and they do a good job. So I'll go with probably four out of five. Last week's episode was fantastic. Mid season finale. This was a pretty good mid season opener. I like the fact that Barry's revealed himself. That showed up a lot of cool plot points. But you know, yeah, it's just little bits of niggles. Like it doesn't quite work as a big seasonal thing because like this still haven't revealed whether like friggin Harrison is actually reverse flash or not there's a tease where you think he might step out of his wheelchair and use super speed but he might just step out of his wheelchair and get a phone call 911 when Barry gets murdered by a drone so there you go anyway I'm looking forward to the next episode see where Firestorm stuff goes and I'll probably go 4 out of 5 so yeah very good very much enjoyed that And we're back, and I've just watched the last episode, 10, 11, season 1, The Sound and Fury, which pays off a plot thread from last week, and I was surprisingly surprised about. It recaps, um, it features the song of Mr. and Mrs. Rathaway, you know, those two arseholes, um, Michael uh, Schofield and Lincoln Burroughs robbed and stole paint from who said they disowned their son we get an indication of why they disowned him here because he is a complete psychopath this episode starts with Barry and he's having fun he's being a real superhero he's saving day and he defeats these um, chess themed super villains named the Royal Flush Gang and it's like oh it's a chess motif this week it sure is Barry defeats them by using their 
destinations against them by creating detours to force them to get into the same place and stealing their keys because they're on motorbikes. And it's like, oh, okay, Barry, is that how you go new suit speed now? But it's fine. F1 congratulates Barry. They're like, well done, Barry. Well done, my boy. You used your super speed to stop them, despite the fact that you've literally run so fast in previous episodes, you could have just knocked them off their bikes. You didn't need to create diversions. But the show sometimes does forget that Barry's speed is about, on average, at the moment, about 500 miles an hour. They cannot escape him. Like, seriously, even if they're all going six miles an hour in different directions, he should, in theory, be able to stop them in a matter of seconds. But what do I know? I'm just the guy who recaps the show and keeps track of his average speed. So he basically stops them. Everyone's like, Barry, Barry, Barry. But then um, Harrison's at home and he's like, oh, I can finally stand up. So he stands up and he's like, oh, I can finally put music on. So he puts some classical music on and he grabs some whiskey and he's like, I'm so happy. And then vibrations start, and his house starts falling down around him, and Harrison's like, ah! But he uses super speed to run out of the way, because he has super speed. And then he falls over, and he's like, no! And then he narrowly avoids some glass, and then hears a voice going, Harrison, I know your secret. So, ooh, what secret? What secret? They know Harrison's working for the man in yellow suit, because that's what cause tension with Team Flash. But maybe Harrison has a really good reason for working for Man Yellow Suit. Also, if you ever wondered, maybe Harrison Waves, maybe his name's an Angram. Who knows? You know, who knows? So then it cuts to later on, and Harrison's saying, please, look, it's all fine. He ain't still anything, it's just a prank. And Joe's like, that's not a prank, that's tempted murder. And Harrison's like, look, people hate me because I almost blew up some of the city and dark matter and all that NG, you know, but it's okay, it's fine. I'm a man. And like, okay, you are a man, that's true. And then he's like, look, just go away. But then Star Labs talked to him, Cisco, Caitlin Baring, Harrison. And Harrison's like, look, it was this guy Hartley, who we used to work with. Barry's like, you haven't mentioned him. And he's like, no, but, you know, he was he was always part of the team. He was there and wrong is there. And we cut the flashback of Cisco's first day when Hartley, this little Harry Potter-looking motherfucker, is saying shit like, you know, Cisco, you 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 dumb, you dumb, Cisco. I'm I'm Harrison's boy. And Harrison's like, I have two boys. And Hartley's like, no, you can't. And Caitlin walks up and she's like, don't mind Hartley. He's 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 an arsehole. And it's like, Caitlin, that's really harsh. You know, you fail the base test on a weekly basis and you root to this guy. You're bullying him, Caitlin. But she's like, it's fine because I'm with Ronnie. He's been going out for a year and he's going to take me out tonight. And Cisco's like, cool. And she's like, okay. Walks off. Cisco's, that's nice. She's nice. And then turns Hartley, you're a dick. And Hartley's like, yeah, yeah. She's right, you little team. Like, ah. So then cut to present and it's like, you know, yay, they mentioned Ronnie, but he's not in the flashback, fine. So then it's sort of like, we can stop Hartley, um, but we need to find him first. He's made some special gloves and Harrison's like, look, Barry, you need to understand, before you, Hartley was my boy. It was Hartley, then it was Cisco, and that's you. You know, progression of boys, boys to men, boys to men. So you have actual super speed, Barry, so you're very fast. So then uh, Hartley starts destroying his parents' building. It's like, oh, no, but we don't see his parents, despite the fact they showed up last week. And it's like, okay, you're really rushing through the plot threads here, but also slam back on love them at the same time. So <laughs> he's using his gloves, and Barry's like, yeah, I'm going to beat up nerd. And Barry beats the crap out of him. And this guy's like, I, I fire beams at you of... of 
vibration engine Barry's like I'd break your beams and he slaps him down and then Hartley's like dude whoever you are you're an idiot and then Barry sent flying backwards by an explosion and Hartley almost gets away and then Barry catches up to him so like not say nerd and breaks his gloves and goes your ass go in prison no our prison so then they take Barry they take Hartley back to Star Labs and Hartley's like you know, oh, I didn't want to be here. This isn't part of my plan. Cisco starts going to do. What are you talking about? Is this part of your plan, Hartley's like, I'll never do. And none of these people watch the Avengers, or the Dark Knight, or Skyfall, or Mission Impossible, Road Nation, or any of the movies where Bill lets himself get caught. So then he can cause incredible damage on your infrastructure. And indeed, Hartley does cause incredible damage on the infrastructure. After we cut the flash, after we cut, oh, after we see him say, Caitlin, hey, Caitlin, how, where's my wedding invite? And Caitlin starts crying. Cisco's like, get your ass and go, motherfucker. And they put him in pipeline, and he's, and Cisco's like, dude, take those earpieces out. And Hartley's like, dude, I have to hit Nidus. I have to keep these in. And Cisco's like, okay, I trust you. And it's like, Cisco, he's literally going to use them as a bomb. Cisco, even I know Cisco, even I know and I'm watching this as an impartial observer. I know he's going to use it as a bomb, and you guys don't. And meanwhile, Harrison says, Barry, look, Barry, I'm sorry. I, I've been vaguely letting you down and all that jazz, but you know, stuff, stuff, Barry, stuff. Wrong, Barry, wrong. Well, our subplot this week is Iris wants to be a journalist. So she joins a terrible local paper. I've got, She joins a terrible local paper. And everyone's like, Iris, look, you're on flash duty. And she's upset. She's like, I, I can constantly be more on this. It's like, Iris, you've literally gone from a blog. Well, you didn't have a job. You worked at Jitters. You've gone from a blog working at Jitters to being a reporter. And you're upset because they want you to report on flash. Like, just report on Flash. You do it for the blog already. Do it for money, Iris. She's trying to make this out be an existential crisis. And it's like, it's really not. She acts like they're all patronised. And says, Iris, you bring something unique to this paper, which is your stories on Flash. Just take the blog shit and make it into newspaper stuff, you know? Like, I'm sure they won't hear about the Burning Man or that bollocks again, you know? So, ah, Iris, come on, Iris, come on. So then um, Iris is sad at working paper. And then Hartley's like, ha, I'm going to break out. I'm going to use these. Um, I'm going to break out my save. We don't find out how. But then he's like, ha, so he blows up um, a door and Cisco goes flying. And he sneaks up on Caitlin and knocks her out. This after Cisco's like, maybe he wants to be trapped. Maybe he's implying something earlier. So then Harrison's like, you know, he tries the wrong way, but speak gives out and he falls to the ground. It's like, ah! And Hartley grabs his gloves and it's like, he called me Pied Piper, bitch. I'm going to take you to Hamley. Harrison's like, dude, I may or may not be from future. I don't understand that reference. Hartley's like, no. What's they, what's they saying, Harry Potter? Spur the armors, bitch. And then goes knock out Hart. Goes to knock out Harrison, but doesn't. Then we cut to the next scene. Harrison sat up, and Barry and Cisco wakes up, and Barry's like, "Cisco, you have concussion, so you sit there for a bit." Then goes Harrison. How did Hartley go away? Why didn't he kill you? Harrison's like, "I, I don't know. Maybe he stole some stuff from the Star Lab server." And then they track down Hartley, who's blowing up cars on the freeway. And Hartley's like, "Oh, people might die, but it's okay because I'll get my chance at revenge on Flash." And then Flash is like, ah, I'm going to beat you up, you little nerd. He grabs the glove, smashes him. Hartley's like, dude, seriously? The exact same trick again? I've covered this shit. 
and then Glove start emitting a sonic wave and it knocks out Barry, no, not sound Barry, and starts lick-fying his organs. And Hartley's like, dude, murder's cool. I'm a soup villain. I'm Pied Piper, bitch. And Barry's like, ah! And Harrison's like, I know, I'll stop this little nerd. And he's like, Cisco, give me a sick beat. And Cisco goes to get a sick beat. And then Harrison turns all the radios on, and satellites and stuff, uses science to turn about 5,000 times the amount it'd normally be up. And Hartley's like, oh no, my technology is, ah, and he starts screaming, falls down, Barry gets up, and Barry's like, you little nerd, you're going back to Star Labs, and they turn back to Star Labs, and they put him right back in the pipeline, and it's like, he knows how to escape the pipeline, and Barry's like, I don't give a shit. Oh yeah, and um, Harrison admits that he um, caused the particle accelerator crash, or at least he knew he might, it might blow up, and he did it anyway, so I, a reporter Iris was being patronised at Biola says, Harrison, you going to be the new Parkwood Serrator? So he says, Iris West, do you have a question? She asks the same question. And he's like, no, no more questions. And what's, oh, that's pimp as fuck. That's proper. Barry, I'm going to give your reporter a scoop. And you you better give her a scoop because, no, Eddie, Eddie ain't going to live forever. Eddie Fawn. You know, that, that cop, he's going to be dead by mid-season. It's almost coming up. He ain't going to make a few more episodes. And Cisco's like, Harrison, can we murder Hartling? Harrison's like, no, Barry will find out my secret if we did. And Cisco's like, you have a secret? And Harrison's like, oh, never tell. And Cisco's like, okay, fine. So then, um, so then Barry, uh, Barry does stuff, you know. And then Cisco walks up Hart, Hartling. He goes... He goes, look, you know, you ain't never getting out of there. And Hartley's like, I am. And Cisco's like, you ain't never getting out of there, man. We took your earpieces. And Hartley's like, well, one, I'm non plea, didn't. And two, I, will, you will let me out. And I'll tell you why. And Cisco's like, why? And Hartley's like, I know where Ronnie is. And it's like, yeah, he's living under the young past. You found Ronnie. You can't find him again. And Hartley's like, I know exactly what happened that night. And it's all like, Cisco's like, oh, my God, they retconned the situation. Dude, are you... Paradox? Are you a parasite? Are you invading our memories? And this guy, like Rick and Morty, Hartley's like, I am nothing like Rick and Morty. That's where the episode. That's where the bit ends. And then we cut to um, Joe and Eddie and Eddie's sort of like, I search Harrison's place, and Joe's like, there's something weird about that Harrison. You know what, Eddie? I think he can walk. And Eddie's like, no. Then we cut to the post-credit bit, and Harrison's wearing the tacky on it device, and he's like, give me more speed and. Gideon, the AI, is like, you, you have max speed. You can't take any more. And Ashton's like, God damn it. He looks at Yo's suit and says, say, soon, baby, soon. Just in it very vague. Is he the guy? Is he actually got in yellow suit or is he just working for him? And is the yellow suit sent him? And also, what's Harrison Wales and Angram for? I don't know, but hopefully these questions will be solved in a few episodes. Anyway, that's, um, that's it for this week. This episode was, uh, three out of five. I wasn't, particularly impressed by it it was okay it's watchable but i think it could be much much better but anyway that's a wrap for this week um really enjoyed this episode my voice held up a lot better and i'm looking forward to come back next week i might do something different next week because my brother is down from america for a week so i might just do a commentary or something on uh might do a live commentary on the next episode or something like that. I don't know. But anyway, I'll figure out something. Until next week, remember, life is beautiful. Peace out, y'all. <laughs>